You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. Right. That just um uh, are we you think we should just uh, roll with this? Uh, or uh, do it does do we need an introduction? To the podcast that needs no introduction. <laughs> no. It's the <laughs> The, the podcast that needs no introduction, but we still have an introduction to it every time. Yeah, I know. Uh, right? uh, I mean, might as well just start. Essentially, you can just kind of give them a rundown of what we've been thinking or talking about. But um, yeah, get them prepared. Maybe give them a preparatory statement so they know this may not be a discussion that the kids want to hear. Not that any kids will listen to what we're talking about, anyways. But yeah. Hey, guys. So this podcast will be. Um, Kind of some ideas that we have with um, certain themes. We're going to have this one be an, about the unfortunate topic of suicide prevention and um, just the issues that are surrounding it and obstacles, I suppose, as well as some of our experiences. Um, obviously, some people are pretty, um, this is a, for lack of a better term, touchy subject for some people, uh, whether they might have friends who dealt with it or something so if uh you skip this one we uh are we won't be hurt so no. uh so yeah to just jump in it's uh i think i always whenever i think about this um i always think about what general rand said um the old global strike commander yeah. um he said uh, with these vexing issues, it all comes down to wingman concepts, you know, and like, mm-hmm. not that that, I mean, nothing truly solves this, right? Like, but that's one big thing I think that we could be better with is like, certainly everybody's got their shit to do, you know, and, but I, I, I wish, I mean, I, I even mess this up sometimes, you know what I mean? I wish we would be better about watching out for each other. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's, I mean, it's like a half and half battle, right? It's like, you have to be. Like, if I'm struggling with something and I want to talk to you, it's like I have to, you know, kind of, I don't know what to say, uh, feel comfortable or have the confidence to be able to come talk to you about whatever I'm dealing with, right? As like, yeah. as you, as my good friend, you know? And at the same time, you have to be receptive and like realize, like, if I say, like, hey, man, can we like hang out or something? And then you're like, ah, oh, shit, I'm busy this day. And I'm like, oh, okay. And like, a little bit of emotional intelligence, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be mean, like, sometimes that happens. And, you know, no one can be like at fault for that, I suppose. But like, if someone, if you could tell like the person, like in this case, me, I should be able to say like, or I should try to say like, hey, man, I'm, I'm kind of dealing with something. Do you have some time tonight to talk about this? Yeah. Then obviously, you know, that would put it in your court to, you know, obviously that's very obvious, but at the same time, if I like give you some signs, then you should also try to, you know, pick up on those and carve out some time. But I think it's definitely okay to be like, and actually speaking of another general, general uh, Welsh talked about how like, you know, if you're like passing somebody in the hallway and they, um, they're like, Hey, can I talk to you about something? And you, you know, it's okay to be like, Hey, I got to go to a meeting right now. I'm like late or something. But I'll get back to you. You got to make sure you. It's just you just got to make sure you get back. I mean, you have to follow up. Yeah, you have to. Have, like, and that's just a curt, curt, uh, common courtesy. Yeah. Whether, and like, it's one thing that I really strive for, and I really not take offense, but I, it, I'm not gonna lie. It gives me a, um, 
I take some, I basically take some points off people when they say, Hey, I'm going to do something. And then they don't do it. Uh, I don't know. I, oh, I, absolutely. I, I wouldn't say I tally them up, but I really don't appreciate when people say they're going to do something and I have to remind them, um, multiple times. And it's not just like every sure everybody's forgetful, but when it, especially when it comes to personal issues, if somebody's like, Hey man, again, like you said, can I talk to you? Like I, yes, I will come find you. And if you don't want to talk about when I come find you, that's fine. But I will promise I will reattack with you in a minute here. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. And, uh, a lot of that, I, maybe there's a little bit of a quick tangent, I suppose, but a lot of that comes down to like, you know, your word, right? Like, it's like, yes. if you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, then your word isn't very meaningful. And yeah. I don't know, my, my word's very important to me. I think we yes. talked before, but yeah, I, I guess it com- kind of comes down to that. But also, yeah, you certainly can't pay that lip service because then, then it kind of destroys your reputation and like, uh, you know, then they can't trust you essentially in the future, I suppose. Yeah. Not but, um, yeah, I don't know if I've ever really been uh truly suicidal i suppose but i did have i definitely had some down points i suppose can i uh can i have a quick i don't know if it's going to be a sidebar or not it's it's not necessarily a sidebar but uh because we were on the topic of um higher ups talking about suicide um yeah i don't remember who i don't know the guy's name or the colonel's name but he's the barksdale i think wing commander he kind of got crucified a little bit for his comment on suicide. Do you remember this? No, I don't at all. Uh, I'm going to do a terrible job of phrasing it, but there was kind of a, um, a town hall, if you will. Um, when they, he was just having a discussion with people. And I think I want to say maybe somebody at Barksdale committed suicide or, um, something along those lines, or maybe he was just talking about suicide prevention and he made some comment, and it was kind of perceived as um, insensitive, if you will. Yeah. 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 Uh, and a lot of people kind of, at least in some of the groups that I saw, almost like they almost crucified him, basically. And they were calling for his job, basically, saying that he was, was not fit to be commander because he had a view. And he had to come back and say... And which I kind of appreciate that he didn't really reel himself back. He just kind of rephrased how he was, he was kind of rephrased what he meant by it. And he kind of said, Hey, I understand like, sure. Those words that I said can be misconstrued, but, um, it's not the way that you think it is, is not what I meant. Um, and it's something that just kind of goes to, to the fact that this is a very touchy subject. And, um, I, you guys are going to have to look it up. All right, if I have the time here, I will look it up um, while you're going into this. But um, I just wanted to bring that up, talking about leaders who got it right and got it wrong. But anyway, sorry to cut you off. Continue, please. No, that's a good point, though. Yeah, if you want to take a look at it, and I'll, uh, I got something to talk about. It's kind of different. So um, just in that regard of, you know, yeah, that that is a good point. It's like it's tough to, like – really convey what you're trying to say and it could definitely get misconstrued at times kind of like this i mean this podcast is a perfect example right because you know we're just (laughs) we're just like talking right but people 
like when you listen to it, I suppose, maybe it sounds like we, you know, said something different just because we couldn't come up with the words at the right time. Because, you know, it's like, a, especially if you're talking in a public forum, it's like tough to come up with the right words, you know, public speaking, all that type of stuff. So, yeah, that's that's an interesting point I never really thought about. But, um, yeah, so I guess the, the closest I've got or like, I guess the most I've been in the dumps. I, so... Uh, we can go through a lot of stuff, but I don't know. Do you have a struggle with like, I, I think I'm really bad about overthinking and I always go back to like things I messed up, but I like can't control, you know? Yeah. I, and then and it's funny that you mentioned, cause yeah, I know you're a big proponent of control what you can, but that doesn't yeah. just cause you say that doesn't mean it's going to stop you from wanting to control stuff that you can't control. I'm, yeah. Uh, I, I am afflicted by the same thing. I wish I was better about it. You know, I wish I could, um, I do a lot of that stuff where I don't practice what I preach. It's very, you know, it's very tough to put it into practice. It's kind of like, um, in a good way, say what I, or do what I say now as I do kind of thing. Uh, but I remember one, one time this guy in, uh, that I went to nav training with, he, um, I had, (laughs) I had this, uh, this is a quick sidebar, but I had this uh, wax candle uh, or uh, what is it called? The wax melter, you know, wax warmer or whatever it's called. Yeah. Instead of having to like burn a candle, you just melt the wax and it. Yeah. Like the kind of like sensey. By the way, I think that's the best. I've done a lot of like, there's a few things I've done deep dives (laughs) into. And I think that's the best way to make your place smell good. But anyway, um, yeah, I had one in it. I really liked it, but it, it said something stupid, like, uh, maybe not stupid, but like, it was like live, laugh, love or something. It was kind of like, <laughs> or it was like hope, love and something or something like that. But I liked it, you know? And then I would always talk to this guy about how like, you know, cause he wasn't like the most liked or maybe the most like well received, I suppose. But he, I was always like, ah, who cares, man? Just, you know, live your life, you know, try to do your best and, uh, it's okay, whatever, you know? And uh when because i would always tell him that and then i told him about how like i showed him the candle and i was like i really like it but i i try not to show it to people because i'm like worried about it and he's like why do you care what they think you know you always tell me about uh you know (laughs) just do you know do your do what you do and you know just move (laughs) on kind of thing um but yeah i'm really i really get bad with like looking back at mistakes and i think i i don't know if i talked about this or maybe just offline where it's like I always think I'm always worried about like, could someone else have made this mistake? Like, am I a fucking idiot? You know, or like, yeah, am I just like easily messed up or yeah. And that's, and I think when it comes down to it, um, you know, anybody can mess up anything and people have, it's kind of like the whole Instagram thing idea or something where it's like, you know, you, you, you always see people's like best pictures and stuff like that, but you don't see like the million shots they've taken to get that picture, you know, and like all the shitty pictures. I think, I think the world's actually getting pretty good about that where they take like, you know, unflattering pictures to kind of show it. Right. But, um, yeah, I I think that's what I struggle with a lot. And I, I I hope I, I wish I could let go of things more, you know, because it's kind of like the mantra of if it's not going to matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes on it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, another, Another thing is I saw that um, this is kind of cool. They did a study on like people's what people were worrying about at the time and like got back to them in like two years. 
and then they said like how that you know thing turn out and it's like i think it's 92 percent of what people worry about never uh come to fruition <laughs> yeah it's either <laughs> like it's either like you know 40 percent like i'm just making up these numbers i think but it's like 40 percent like either ne- like nothing ever happens of it 10 percent's like all in your head like you have like a weird like health issue or something like that and you know all this type of stuff um but yeah it's just something to keep in mind about how like perspective on the magnitude of the issue you know what i mean yeah <laughs> so um yeah i kind of i'm a, kind of afflicted by the same thing mine more so not that i i wonder if i could have done something better but uh i just I guess it's probably wonder if I could do could have done something better or if I am I just like I always think for me more so is like man I did something really stupid and then I'm like was it really that stupid like I know it's stupid but is it was it so stupid that it warranted my feeling like that it was like the dumbest thing I could have done in that moment or whatever I guess it's kind of what you're saying as well but uh I'm also equally afflicted by that um it's just hard yeah. to let things go sometimes because you, you you a lot of times we're perfectionist when it comes to certain aspects of our, of our lives and when you do something that is not emblematic of who you feel you are or what you would like to portray or whatever you the case may be you tend to dwell on it and like there is that is not something of my character or like why would I do that or something like that and it just in reality, people had already forgot about it, you know, 10 minutes ago. It's kind of like <laughs> like we were talking about when we're like you, you're flying and people were like the pilot, they messed up the landing. They don't stop talking about it <laughs> for like 20 minutes. We talked about this on the podcast. They don't stop talking about it until the debrief's over. Like, dude, I forgot about the landing like 30 minutes ago. Why are you still talking about it? Yeah, um, that's a really good analogy. It's like, I don't know, to – for the non-military or non-aviator uh, viewers or listeners out there, I suppose. Um, I suppose it's kind of like you have, you know, when you have when you have a flight, you do things that you can, uh, you know, possibly mess up. You're under pressure and you got to, like, do certain things at certain times. And then you could be the one, the kind of like the reason that things, something gets messed up. I mean, I, I, I guess it's kind of analogous to a lot of other things or, like, maybe a sports game or something like that. But then we have a debrief at the end talking about it. And then, you know, so it's like sometimes I'll mess something up and be like, you know, I'll start thinking about it for the rest of the story, like maybe like four hours, you know, (laughs) until we like land and debrief or something. And I'll be like, shit, I messed that up. They're going to bring it up. God, I feel like an idiot. How did I mess that up? You know, especially I especially hate when I make a mistake like that. I, you know, I don't learn from my lesson. Right. Yeah. Which is. Well, I'll get to that in a second, but yeah, and then like in the debrief, it's like they don't even bring it up, which is which goes back to that like ninety-two percent thing. It's like you know this this thing I was super worried about didn't even come to fruition, right? Didn't even happen. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. why did I even worry about that, right? Yep. Um. Well, I did. I will. I will say. Uh, hey, well, if it's not going to throw you off, I did find out what the uh, this commander said. Yeah. Go. Um. If you want to think about what you were saying, <laughs> you sit there and think about it. No. Uh, <laughs> so the the guy's name is Colonel Michael Miller, uh, and he's the commander of Barksdale Air Force Base. Uh, he mentioned something along the lines of uh, 
we had like again you talked about general goldfein he mentioned uh like we had a uh i guess the air force had a kind of a stand down day to talk about suicide prevention oh so that was just recently then huh yes very recent um uh, okay and the colonel said something along the lines of um some, something about uh it's the chicken shit way to like suicide is a chicken shit way to go out and clearly that was not the right way to wow. talk about this uh i'm sure he had a uh I, i'm sure he had different intentions when he said it because he, he said this in a public forum um and we all know how like sometimes like we don't like like you just said a few minutes ago you mean to say something else and then something just completely out of left field just comes out of your mouth and you're like oh shit why did I I didn't mean being like that but I can't believe I just said that and he he later came back and was like yeah <laughs> I feel like I feel bad for laughing at this <laughs> but like his response is like uh. He's like, basically, yes, let me say that saying it was a chicken shit way to go is was not smart to say. It was just the way he said it. I was like, uh, yeah. And he kind of reattacked. I was like, I don't mean to make light of this. And I understand that there's struggles going on with um, all of us, families, friends, and uh, members in the community. So, um, yeah, he came out and said, basically, poor choice of words. Um, yeah. Damn. So, yeah, I guess <laughs> that sounds like uh, somebody from like the you know like a army general from like the 1960s or something like that. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, it does. And this guy, he looks. A little, I don't know how old he is. He's a little bit. He is a little bit older. It looks like. Um, yeah, and of course, of all of all, I guess meme slash news sites uh, that airmen and NCO page. You you've seen people post stuff on that, right? Yeah. Uh, I guess that guy is based out of Minot, believe it or not. Um, oh, really? Yeah, that's why. Like, if you watch on the page every now and then, like, I don't pay attention to. It. I got a lot of friends who, um, not in a fraternization way, by the way, uh, have, <laughs> who repost stuff like that. And it's a lot of the stuff is concerning like Minot cops or something like that. It's just kind of or Minot Air Force Base cops and things of that nature. And I was talking to one of our, uh, I guess our mutual friends. I don't know if we can say her name, but, um, she was in public affairs and she mentioned that like he, that, the guy who runs that page is always like when something happens, will always like be the first one of like, Hey, what's going on with this? Cause I guess he's got some kind of, uh, he, he bills his website as a, a news agency. But anyways, yeah. So his page was one of the people who got, was an official reporter on what happened next. So. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then before I was just going to say, I don't know. I mean, this is kind of going to be a little bit of a tangent, but one thing that might help. And I, I, you know, typical thing is like, it's hard to get into a habit of something, but if you could like, you know, when you do mess something up, you know, if it's something that you might like do routinely to write it down or something so that when you do that thing next, like you yeah. check it over, like maybe, I don't know, preparing for a test or studying, like make sure you do this and do that. And like one big thing, you know, especially if you're not going to remember it and it's like, you got to get into the habit pattern or discipline of like actually checking it out. One thing I like, or like things I know about myself is like, I need to, I typically need to do things. Like if I need to do something, 
and it's like due tomorrow at like 10 a.m i should just get it done you know the day before or the night before because i know you know i might wake up late or something like that and, and something always comes up by the way you know what i mean so yeah uh that's just ways to avoid stress and issues i suppose yeah i'm a big proponent of writing several set of reminders yeah oh yeah absolutely i'm trying to get better about that with uh um like the calendar and all that type of stuff but uh sorry i don't want to go on another (laughs) tan i know we're we're going off the beaten path here a little bit but just like we were talking about in the podcast uh this last time how we get so reliant on our phones i really and i was having a discussion today i think and elon musk i guess brought this up too so we know we're on the right track here um He brought it up on the Joe Rogan podcast, but because we have such, like, basically, we have we essentially have AI on us at all times when you're talking about your phone, or it's a very minute version of AI. We just become so reliant on so things. So, like, I feel like my memory has gotten worse in a lot of things, and is I'm pretty sure it's simply because like we don't we're not we don't rely on our own memory again, like we talked about the other day, and. even when I want to remember something, I just put it in my phone and it just reminds me so I don't forget. When normally you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to forget that in 12 hours. But, well, and I think it's also because we're getting older, right? And there's more, maybe, things, but there's more things to remember too, right? Maybe, but like it's silly stuff. Like even just uh, <laughs> like for, like I'll look – like I was giving an example today and I did this. As I was trying to give an example, I actually forgot the word that I wanted to use. So I was like, oh, man, uh, I need that thing that, uh, you know, it, it makes paper stick together. It's got a little metal clip, and when you clamp it down, it uh, it it keeps the paper together. And people are like, a stapler? Like, yes. And, like, that happens all the time. Like, a staple, something as simple as a stapler, or you're like, oh, man, let me get that. Um, oh, what is that? You know, that thing over there, it's uh, – uh, and it just has, like, just a slightly less used name. Like, maybe let me get that you know, aspirin, you're like, well, how did, how did I forget that word aspirin? But I think we're going off on a tangent. I apologize, but no, no, that's okay. But anyway, so yeah, I think I really like beat myself up with, um, you know, mistakes from the past. And I think what I really hate is like, I, I, I don't know. Tell me if this, you have similar circumstances. Um, and I mean, by the way, this by itself, like you just talking to someone about your issues, you know, is very cathartic, right? So, um, but it's like, I feel like when I'm vulnerable or when I'm having like maybe not the best day or like when my mind wanders, that's when I'm really vulnerable, right? Mm. Um, and I, I wonder, uh, maybe I'm jumping into the solution too quick here, but I hear that like meditation really helps. And actually, I just, heard about this the joe rogan podcast i guess he's he might as well be a sponsor of the podcast really he's (laughs) sponsor of life i suppose but um he he was talking about and i don't know how much this costs but if you get like a good hypnotist they can almost be like a, a form of meditation because apparently like some athletes use this but i think some people have used it maybe not for depression but like negative thoughts and that type of stuff um i gotta look into but he yeah he said they like they kind of are able to put you in this mind state and like, you know, break down some barriers and help you in the future, like almost just like tweak your mind a little bit. And he said it actually like works or people have had found success with it where mm-hmm. like, you know, like he hypnotizes you, but you're still like, you know, kind of uh, uh, 
conscious and like in the in the mindset or whatever like you yeah. know what's going on but it like it helps you just like get through things i suppose but. it's kind of like almost like a hack kind of like how you i mean in, in all honesty it's very similar like if you're talking about like mental health stuff it's very similar to like just how we treat medicine right think about it chemotherapy is just radiation um radiation in the wrong dose can kill you but in the right dose it can you know help save you um, bacteria, the wrong type of bacteria in the wrong time, uh, can do harm, but given at the right time, um, it can do well. Given somebody the flu vaccine, the flu vaccine is live virus at a very small dose and it can help, but it can hurt. So just like the hypnotism, given you do it at the right thing, the right time and the right amount, uh, I could under, I could definitely understand how that could help, um, basically recage and kind of enhance your focus in certain aspects of your life it's just a very thin line as to what you do and you have to have really really have to have some trust in somebody if they're going to if i don't know if i believe in hypnosis uh, i'm sure actually I, I do think it is i don't know if i'm able to be hypnotized um i'm sure somebody like some pro probably could do it if i was willing to but um you have to be really careful when you're letting somebody literally into your mind and start basically working a while working around and walking through the cognitive processes of your being um that's it's, it sounds believable and i i don't discredit it at all but it's something that i don't know if i'd be willing to try but yeah right um and so I don't know. Do you have experiences like that where you kind of, you know, some days are better than others in terms of like you just randomly think. I mean, a lot of times things trigger it, which I, you know, kind of hate. But um, and but actually, before I get to you, before I lose this, it's really important, I think, to try to I mean, and there's articles online about this um, to kind of help you. But it's like you putting whatever issue you had or something like that into a positive light and like kind of trying to change your mind and letting, you know, time kind of heals things. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously not everything, but it's kind of tough at times, but taking the time and, you know, maybe meditating or doing this hypnotist or, you know, try not to think about it too much, but if you put a positive spin on things, eventually, you know, your, your load will get lighter. Like, I'm sure there's things that five years ago I was really like kind of thinking about and now it's like no big deal, you know, which again, yeah. uh, if it's not going to matter in five years, don't give more than five minutes on it. But yeah, do you deal with that sometimes where like some days you kind of are thinking more than others and like, especially like when you go to bed, you just like can't like, you sometimes think about like just negative things in the past that you don't need to, you know? Oh, all the time. I'm kind of like, if anybody, I, I'll put it like this. If, Somebody, because I live by myself. Um, if there was a fly on the wall, or if there was just like if somebody could be my shadow, they would see like that I do a lot of odd things, and it's because and when I do these odd things, it's because usually I'm thinking of something in the past that I'm like, oh man, that's kind of <laughs> embarrassing. Like, I might just like I'll be walking around my house, somebody's gonna think I'm crazy now, but like, I'll just like, yeah, ah! for no reason. I'm like, what are you doing? Or, like, I'll be thinking, like, so usually, like, if I'm thinking about, like, for instance, um, I don't know, like, when I got in trouble or something when I was a young kid and, like, I got, like, in real big trouble, you know? Um, 
And I'll be like, basically like, oh, man, what the fuck was I thinking? Why would I do that? And like at the same time, I have a parallel track going or like if there's music playing in the foreground while I'm thinking about this, like all of a sudden I'll just start yelling that track because it's like something easy to grasp onto. And I'm like, like trying to not think about that. And I don't know, like those are just like weird things that I do when I start to kind of get overwhelmed by like a, a thought that's from the past that it's kind of a negative fault and you just can't stop thinking about it. Um, so yeah, I, that happens to me a lot of times and I'm a, my brain's always going, um, I think about a lot of things. So, I mean, just that specific of like, we all have done stupid shit when we were a kid, even like, you know, like when we were like, I don't know, 25 and younger, you're going to do some stupid shit, right? Like, especially when you're like a really small kid, it's like, you have no idea what's happening, you know? which yeah but uh one thing i think everybody could be better about i don't know i feel you know if this is the um uh i don't mean to toot my own horn here but at times uh, i'm sure i'm certainly biased because of you know i'm I'm myself but (laughs) at times i i see like you know when people like come to me with an issue or like you know in the rare circumstance that they actually like are like very obvious about it or something like that I try to help them as much as I can and like try to help them through the process and talk to them and make them like kind of feel better. But I feel like sometimes when I try to do that with other people, I'm like, Hey, I really feel bad about this and shit like that. I feel like like 99% of the time people are just like, they either, and some of it just cause maybe i make jokes all the time and sarcastic, but they just like make fun of it even worse or like make me feel like not as, you know, not better or the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I wish people could be better about that, but you're a product of your own, uh, I guess, success almost. Yeah. Or, yeah. There's, I think it's difficult because I think we're fairly similar in the aspect that like when you offer advice, it's like, you're actually putting thoughtful. Um, oh, absolutely. You, you yeah. know, your thought into, what you're talking about and you care about someone, but there's a lot of people who like when you go and ask them for advice, they're just like, ah, like they just give you a simple answer. They're like, that's dumb. And then that's it. Like, even, even if like, say you were to come to me port and say, Hey, I'm really concerned about this. Even if I think it's something stupid that you're like, you're, Oh man, I'm really concerned that a boulder is just going to fall on my head. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's probably stupid. But then I'd like, you know, like, okay, that's odd, but like, tell me about like, why do you feel that way? And like, we could have a discussion about that, but there's other people who just don't have that kind of, I, I think not to say like, again, this is, sounds like it's too, we're tooting our own horns, but I think there's just some, there's something to be said for some people having different types of emotional intelligence um, and being willing to, I guess, uh, listen to somebody and kind of work through an issue, no matter how, silly it may seem even if we like we're messing around there's still some kind of vested interest you have in that person who's has a concern at that moment yeah absolutely yeah i just wish more like i don't know and i i don't know if it's a product of like everybody being so busy you know maybe i don't know that sounds like a cliche kind of cop out but it's like you know i think people would need to do a better job of taking the moment and just being like hey let me like let me let me dive into this a little bit more and make sure the person's like kind of feeling okay and kind of yeah you know, for lack of a better term kind of massage it and like you know make sure it's all right and you know if you can err on the side of caution as opposed to 
you know, not wanting to like, uh, I don't know, be, cause I think everybody's kind of, they don't want to be that weird guy. Right. And I think, I think I need to do that more often, to be honest with you. What In do you the mean? sense of like, I need to be like, uh, maybe I'm not saying it right, but it's like, I think I should act more on my thoughts in terms of like, hey, I need to, I think this guy's like kind of struggling. Like, make, let me make sure he's okay or like this girl or something like that. And like, yeah. And I think, I wish I, like, I always get these, like, I want to make sure a big theme in my life, this might be a little bit of a tangent, but he's like, I want everybody to know. I hate that some people don't know what they do. And I mean, that I guess it stems from me not knowing what I don't know, you know, because then I make mm-hmm. mistakes, right? So I feel like I just want to like have a PSA and be like, here's everything I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or like the mistakes I've made, watch out for these things. Like yeah. one big thing is like, you know, maybe retirement savings or stuff like that. Like there's, I feel like just in life, there's just like a lot of things that people just don't realize, you know? And then at some point somebody's like, yeah, you haven't been doing this. What are you doing, man? You know, it's just like, yeah. well, nobody told me about this. You know, that's a little bit of a tangent, but it kind of comes back to the idea that, uh, you know, we're not really. I, I feel like our culture doesn't really watch out for people. I mean, granted, you don't know what people are fucking up, right? You you can't just stop somebody on the street and like be like, tell me everything about your life and let me tell you where you're doing wrong. You know. What yeah. I mean? But I don't know. I mean, maybe like a life coach equivalent type of thing would be helpful to most people. I think. Yeah, or just something like I think that's where a lot of times even whether it's having a life coach or not, because there are some people who just need to be told what to do. Um, and I'm not talking about BDSM either. Uh, <laughs> there are some people who just who function better by just having somebody make the decision for them and just next uh, we, we we won't get into the fact if that's somebody actually living their life or if they're just on cruise control. That's neither here nor there. Um, but. I think that's where a lot of times having a significant other or somebody, whether it's a, it is a significant other or just a really close friend that you can just kind of bounce ideas off and like, hey, these are what are things that are concerning me at this time. Or somebody who can read you somewhat well, like, hey, man, something seems a little bit off uh, and feel comfortable enough to say that. Because like kind of like you were saying, I'm sure we've, we've all run into people we're at work and they're like, something just seems kind of weird about them at that time and yeah. you're hesitant to like, Hey, like even ask you know, like, uh, like that's a really hard question where I, I thought somebody might be kind of suicidal and you don't want to ask the question like, Hey, are you, you're not thinking about hurting yourself or anything. Right. Like it's yeah, a, exactly. it's a very difficult thing. And like I said, I, it's just, it's just difficult. It's very difficult, especially if you've never like you haven't been let into somebody's life that hard. Yeah, it's t- and that's why I mean, you don't want to do this just to be Mr. Congeniality, you know, type of thing. But like a popularity contest. But I think you should be able to talk to anybody. Right. Like you should be able to have a conversation with anybody and you should be able to, you know, at least try to get to know as many people as possible, especially in your like immediate work area. I mean, obviously that doesn't really have to be where your best friend is or something like that, Mm -hmm. you know, at at work or something, but at least like get to know people. Don't just like totally get closed off because yeah, that's, that's another good point. It's like, if you go and talk to me and say like, Hey man, are you okay? I should, you know, I, I can't like hold, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be holding something back, you know, like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should be honest about like, hey, yeah, this thing's kind of messing me up or something like that. Yeah. Or, 
I'm like going through this rough time right now with my girlfriend or something like that, you know, yeah. uh, you know, and I think, and even when, even when it's not really affecting or even if it's on your mind, I think you should still kind of let people alone. Like, I think I kind of took a couple people back when I said this, like, um, long story short, I'm fine now, but I had this, like this issue came up right before I went to go fly. And obviously flying is like, you know, kind of a strenuous thing. It's kind of inherently dangerous. So, you know, if you're struggling with something, you want to tell people so that, you, you know, they can double check you, you know, but we were like taxing and I was like, Hey guys, just so you know, I'm kind of like a little messed up right now. And I, I can tell I'm kind of like, you know, uh, not as focused as I could be. So double check me and stuff. And later people told me they were like, that was crazy, man. Like, um, in a good way, you know, like uh, we didn't, that was like kind of humbling to hear like somebody admit that they're like kind of, you know, not at their a hundred percent, which is, you know, obviously, uh, everybody, nobody's going to be at a hundred percent all the time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You hear the squeaking in the background? <laughs> like we're in the middle of a serious, like enlightening thing, and it's like, that's the killer clown I have living in my house right now. Oh man! Uh, but yeah, no, that that definitely takes um, it takes the balls, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, some intense fortitude, and just being open enough to say. Hey, um, that like this is, <laughs> this is what's happening. Or maybe you don't even have to give it. Like I, I imagine you didn't go into the details, but you said, "Hey, right. said hey, I'm kind of struggling right now." Yeah. And, and I think that's something that we could all go forward. And I kind of wanted to piggyback on something you said just a second ago. Um, how we should feel open, and like if you're going through something, tell somebody. And like you know, we're not. And I don't think you're doing this at all. But there's sometimes um sure that's what people should do but some people just need to be asked like i got friends who i know that if i ask them if they're okay they're always gonna be like yeah i'm fine and i gotta ask them like three times to be like hey man for real seriously no seriously um don't take this the wrong way but are you okay and is this something that you it's fine if you don't want to talk to me about it but let's find somebody I think you might want to have some discussion with. Right. And find someone. Right. Yeah. There, cause there's, or do something so you can ha- get this out because there's some people who just will not talk about it. And I think there's a lot, there's a lot of it is kind of like, I'm, I'm not going to use the term toxic masculine masculinity. I refuse <laughs> to say things, anything about that, but there's just a, there's something to be said about um, being masculine, especially the way our, uh i guess maybe the baby boomer generation was and as far as how their what their approach is like baby boomer and really kind of like the the greatest generation if that's what you want to call i don't know what generation they're called but how they interacted with society and a lot of people just kind of bottled their feelings up and i i still struggle like i i think we're we're probably two of the more open books when it comes to um, just being normal dudes, um, where we'll talk about just about anything. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of people who aren't like that and you kind of have to like, and I think that's another thing that's good too, is like, like you said, just getting to know people. And even if it's like, Hey man, 
like inviting the one person like who you don't really have much interaction with like hey do you want to go grab a beer or hey i'm going uh, i'm going to the bx you want to come with or whatever or that's the basic change uh, yeah or, and oh, just something like small like hey i'm running down the street to go to you know <laughs> home depot you want to roll with yeah and i know how it, that's a good point too because it's like i know how it is with you know when you're going to dinner with your friends and then especially if we go like you know to uh on a business trip or something somewhere and you know not every yeah, obviously people are not at their homes and they don't know what they're doing so and there's like you know you might be in the cool crowd so it's like somebody gets a car and they're gonna go downtown to go eat and then like there's that one guy who nobody really likes and he's like hanging in his room it's like you gotta have the you know i don't know what to say like wherewithal and also like the presence yeah. to be able to like invite him or like if you have your own car like be like instead of going to eat yourself be like hey do you need anything do you need you want food you know because that's that's a whole another point like of not alienating people right like that's yeah. what le- that's what leads them down the path because like we've been talking about previously they have to have support right in order to because otherwise what are they going to fall back on you know yeah so mm-hmm. i mean I, and I, it would seem that i mean this is you know tough to unpack but it's like where suicide rate happens for the most part i I guess um if i can say that is where people like don't really have a way out right like they don't see um happiness in their future i suppose yeah Uh, so them having a support system would obviously help them to see happiness in the future or like somebody to turn to as opposed to like holy shit everything's you know falling apart i don't like this no one yeah. cares. And uh, so if they have someone who cares and, you know, that'll help them out and they see, you know, uh, clear skies ahead, then that'll that could save them. You know? Yeah. And there's something to be said, too, about um, just not necessarily persistence, because um, like I said I think we've had a few people in common or at least I know one person in common that uh, has fell victim to suicide i guess and i think what the case is always is people are like man like i knew this person had some issues but a lot of times like you just lose touch and it's i think there's something i need to do better at is when you know somebody like especially if you're aware that somebody's having a tough time it's kind of being persistent and even and we've said this in the podcast before and again my man yeezy he uh he put out the song <laughs> Uh, you know, if you, if you, I think he said, like, if you care about somebody, you should go ahead and tell them people never get their flowers, but I can still smell them. So when like, like, that's why I'll hit people up. I haven't talked to in six, seven years. And I was just like, Hey man, how you doing? Like, just because if you think about somebody and you wonder how they're doing, why not just send it, like send them a message thinking about it. Um, you're telling me, Hey man, I was just thinking about you randomly. Like, I'm not <laughs> I know a lot of times nowadays people, when you hit somebody hits you up randomly, like, okay, what do they want? But you sound like, hey, uh, I'm thinking about you, especially when you, again, when you know somebody's going through or somebody has a history of going through tough times, the enemy is really letting them be disconnected from everybody else. Um, so when they, when you go on like a long trip, kind of by yourself just to get away, like you gotta, you gotta check on them or you gotta like, you know, try to stay ever present. You don't want to just be like, Oh yeah, like oh I'm good friends with him, but I'm not gonna talk to like I I just 
like you just kind of basically not ghost them, but you don't talk to them for a long time. And I had another buddy who he killed himself and it was one of say he was one of my best friends growing up and I legitimately cared about him. But I, you know, I talked, I think the last time I talked to him before he actually killed himself was probably a year prior, maybe. And it's just been, it's just been a little while. And like, he's still, I consider him one of my better friends in life. And I just, you just like you kind of, like you grow old and you kind of lose contact, but it's kind of t- you gotta you gotta stay on those um, your friendships and your relationships. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I like to take my birthday as an opportunity to talk to people I haven't in a while, you know, because like everybody kind of says happy birthday and stuff, and I go mm-hmm. through and like kind of try to catch up with them. But yeah, yeah, that's like anytime you can, you know, you like you said you think of somebody or see something and like oh i haven't talked to him in a while yeah why not just give him like a call talk for like five ten minutes or something just check in and then yeah. especially if you know somebody's dealing with something or they have been dealing with something like be like hey man how's it going so at least they know like somebody's there and you give them like a little bit of an outlet and yeah i like i was saying before i just wish and i know it's tough but i would i just wish people were more were more, more open and i think general welsh was also the guy talking about this where it's like we kind of just pass by in the hallway and just say like, Hey, how you doing? Good, good. You know, just like we kind of put on this mask, you know, yeah. especially because if you pass each other in the hallway, you're not going to be like, Hey, uh, I'm worried dealing with something. My relationship's not doing too well. I have financial issues and stuff. It's like, well, I was just trying to go to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I, I guess maybe that then isn't the time to do it, but you got to do it at some point and like, kind of, yeah. you know, and it's and that's why you also have to be available for people too. Like you know, you should they should have your number, you should have theirs, type of thing. You know, just like have avenues of communication where you can talk. You know, it really just goes down to it comes down to just being genuine. So when some because you may not have like oh man my you know my girlfriend just left me and my dog died and you know my parents are getting divorced like all that's so like some like when you walk by and you ask them how's it going you're not you're probably not going to get all that but, right. You know, Sometimes people like just hearing, like being cognizant of what they're saying. So like somebody's like, yeah, it's not, it's going all right. If they're always like, hey, I'm doing great, then that's something like, oh man. Yeah. Or if exactly. all of a sudden, like somebody like you just like, hey, how you doing? And they're like, like good all the time. And all of a sudden they're just like, like no response or just kind of odd. Something's different. Just it could be better. Aware. Yeah. Like just yeah, being aware. I'm like hey, like and just saying hey, like is everything okay? Or, you know. Just instead of just playing, paying, I just, what I'm getting at is just don't pay lip service. Right. And there should be certain things that kind of trigger, you know, something else, you know, and that's a, I keep saying that's a good point, but <laughs> I, you're just, you're just killing the game. That's uh, a, that's a good point with, um, uh, I just forgot it. Oh yeah. Being genuine, you know what I mean? So like you actually meaning what you're saying, you know, and also, instead of just saying like how are you doing try to get deeper and be like hey how is the family like you know how is your um kid doing in school you know this type yeah, of stuff like yeah. how's your dog or whatever what or like how's your you know i know you have um or i know you just went on like a skiing trip how was that you know and it was like that's how you can kind of get deeper and then also there's some friends like you that i can i can be like Hey, let's like cut the small talk and let's just de- dive deep. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like there's this one friend I talked to and I was just like, hey, like, you know, 
we were kind of like, you know, catching up. But then I was, I was just like playing Jane or playing English. So I was just like, hey, let's get into the real shit. Like, what are you really, <laughs> what are you really struggling with? You know? <laughs> yeah. She, this dog like never plays with that toy and she's just going crazy. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was Recky back there just squeaking it. <laughs> <laughs> I like a I like a little tricycle or something like that. <laughs> Drive around the living room. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, yeah, it's, I think that's important to have friends okay. like that. Well, and that's also like classic lap luxury type stuff, like thought provoking stuff. Like, let's get down to the real shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cut like the brass said, like, we, we like to talk about you know the real deep stuff. Like we're open to talk about whatever. So like if I had somebody to you know like and I was flying in the you know, commercial air, you know, airplane. And they just turned to me and they're like, you know, who is the first person that tried anal or something like that? I'd be like, like, wait, hold on. Uh, I'm going to press record and then we're going to have this conversation. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> and I would love that. And like, I, I think airplanes are the, really the perfect time to do that, like have those conversations Yeah. Uh, provided somebody's not like, like sometimes you look and see people are actually working, but people who are kind of just like flipping through their phone or reading a, like maybe they're just, if they're just reading a book, not actually doing much, or maybe they're, they could be really tied up because I've been tied up in a book and really want to finish, but we don't take these opportunities a lot of times just to look over and be like, Hey, I have this really weird thought. Tell me what you think about it. And just <laughs> like, they're like all we have all these like basically a bunch of like you get let's say you get on a 737 and there's you know 150 seats we'll say there's 150 individual universes basically who are just kind of inner like just kind of floating by not really talking like it'd be a shame to not glean something from their experience right next to you it's uh yeah and that's like yeah. something like uh, humans of new york if you ever saw that where I think he just this like photographer just kind of goes around and like talks to people about their like life story and then he kind of gets an excerpt that's like kind of um, uh, meaningful, I suppose, or like kind of yeah. like their, their journey, you know, and it's always he like posts about it on Facebook and Instagram. And it's very interesting stuff. I think he like made a book, a collection of it. But it, I mean, that's true. It's like everybody's got a story and everybody's, you know, uh, you know, got different perspectives and who know we, we might run into somebody like us where, you know, we ask that question and they're like, they're engaged, you know? Um, cause small talk kind of like, uh, I hate it, but, um, that, that kind of brings me to our next point of like, you got to stop and smell the roses. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, to be honest, we have a pretty good life, right? Like I remember I was talking to, uh, the, the, uh, Ahab from my not, but, uh, or originally, well, I suppose. Which which it meant like the original Ahab, not or I guess the the, the Ahab, Ahab that we that, know. Yeah, that we first knew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was, we were like talking about stuff, and he was like, ah, this sucks. Like, you know, I don't have a, uh, or like we were just like, you know, just going through like with the negatives, you know what I mean? And then we like talked about the positives, and I'm like, wait a minute. So like, we have a roof over our head, you know, food on the table. We got, you know, like. You know, we can like go travel and stuff like that. Our job's not that bad, you know what I mean? And like, we got a health family, we're healthy, you know, all this type of stuff. Like, yeah. I guess it kind of goes back to our podcast of like what really matters, you know, type of thing. Yeah. It's like, there's people that deal with a lot more and are probably happier than us, to be honest, you know? And like, 
or you know are just dealing with more it's like you got to be grateful for what you got because it could be gone or you could lose it you know um <laughs> let me uh let me take a quick pause here and take care of the doggos right, yeah so it's it's really important to stop and smell the roses you know and just realize what you have and i, I think one thing i've been especially thinking about lately is like you gotta i know this sounds simplistic but choose happiness right mm-hmm. like whether what it really comes down to is just what's in your mind i suppose because uh you know what they say perception's reality yes. so <laughs> one of the common uh we should make like core tenants for lap of the lap of luxury bible or something but that's one of those commandments that's like it's just you know true it's like imagine if you had a really strong mind and I, I always wish I could just like erase memories, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> like we were talking about before, you kind of just got to push out the negativity and choose to be happy and just like kind of forget about the stupid stuff. And again, remember the important stuff, you know, yeah. and just, you know, and it's kind of one of those things of fake it till you make it yeah. where I've noticed that happening. Like we've talked about it before where it's like if you fake competence, you eventually kind of get it. You know, I think similarly, if like, you know, I, sometimes I worry about money and like when I, you know, mess up something and I lose money or, you know, could have done better or whatever else. And it's like, but then again, if I like, if I donate more to money and be more generous, then money's less of a importance to me, you know, or like, I don't have that, like, you know, uh, what is it called? Penny, uh, pinching kind of like idea, you know? So it's like kind of going the opposite way will kind of alter your perception on things. Um, or I guess going the same way that, you know, and that'll help you, I think. Yeah. I th- and I think there's something, man, I think I've said that just like you were talking about. <laughs> so a phrase you've repeated over and over again in this podcast, I think what I've repeated is there's something to be said. Uh, I do think there's something to be said though about um, just kind of mental resiliency. And I think you'd agree with this. Like our topics or what we've been saying recently um, in the last few minutes isn't necessarily like we're saying these are the solutions to suicide prevention or anything like that, but we're just get kind of talking about ways we cope and ways we've seen successful and not necessarily stopping you from getting to those hazardous thoughts, if you will, if we're going to use a, uh, a CRM term, if you will. <laughs> um, but more so something like something that's going to stop you uh, or kind of, it's almost a preemptive maneuver um, to keep you in the right uh, headspace. Uh, things can always be better. Like, Cause there's some people and I think just there's some people who have, are just more mentally resilient than others. And that's not a knock on the people who are less mentally resilient. It just takes for the people who are less mentally resilient, understanding that they like being willing to admit that they're less mentally resilient and having people around them. Um, and I, I, I want to say we talked about this before, but um, on another podcast I was listening to, uh, the Tasteless Gentleman, they they interviewed one of their buddies, and this guy had, you know, this crazy accident that happened to him. He, um, you know, he ended up being like, uh, like a like a double amputee, like they amputated both his legs, and they asked him like, did he ever feel like, 
when you you almost died, did you ever think that you'd just be better off just dying? He's like, not for a second. There was no. He was like, there's absolutely no point in my mind that I thought that I should just stop existing. Or and he had like a tons of like not just his legs, but like job, heartbreak, tons of stuff that just happened to him. And he never. And he was one of the people who just never. He's like, I never had that. Like, it never came to my mind. I thought about that to think about that. Um, that being said, like, and he even mentioned this himself. There's other people who have who've gone through less, and then they've they have basically killed themselves. Um, that doesn't minimize what they affect. It's just like some people are more sensitive to pain than other people. There, if somebody's more sensitive to pain, you have to understand that what feels like a level 10 to them may only be a level five to you. And that doesn't create any, it doesn't make it less severe. We got to, we got to get out of this culture of, and I think this is part of the problem with um, suicide is we compare our lives to other people's and we're like, Oh, well I got this many things going on. Like my life is so much harder than yours like, well, sure, again, perception, what they perceive, just because you perceive it doesn't always mean, like, this kind of goes against it, even though I completely agree with perception is reality. Like, just because I think my life is harder than yours doesn't mean you're not having a more difficult time dealing with what you're dealing with. Um, I know I just kind of went on a, on a rant about that, but it's there's something to be said, I guess, for people handling and being more mentally agile than other people. Uh, when it comes to stuff no and like a lot i think maybe what i intended for this podcast to be or what it's at least turned out to be is like we are human i suppose right and other people Mm -hmm. who have similar experiences should uh i suppose maybe not the best word relish or you know kind of realize in the fact that we you know they, if they're dealing with these kind of things too, so are we and other people are, right? But these yeah. are kind of tools to help as well. Yes. Um, and yeah, a big factor that you said like that I think people could do better with that I struggle with too, I'm sure you know most people do, is like um, comparison is the thief of joy, right? I think. Ah, yes, I like that. There it is. Uh, I try to drop that bomb as often as I can. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think it was in The Kingsman, uh, movie where they kind of put it pretty well too where they said um there there's like no honor in being better than like or like you know trying to best your fellow man uh it's better to you know better better than better yourself than who you were yesterday kind of thing you know yeah so you know again um different strokes for different folks all this type of stuff it's just like you're you're running your own race you know and people are gonna you know, you you might be behind them right now, but then you're going to get ahead of them in the future and then whatever else. It's like, so, it, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, all this type of shit. It's just like, it's not worth it, right? Just no. you do you and, you know, take care of yourself, help other people too, you know, and um, be grateful for what you got. Yeah, for sure. And choose happiness. You know, it's just like, choose happiness. I, I got to be better with that too. You know, it's like, um, you know, try to you know, at least fake a smile and stuff like that, you know, certainly don't keep stuff bottled up, but like smile and maybe, you know, you're slowly be able to choose happiness as Mm -hmm. you know, you kind of fake it till you make it type of thing, you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
shoot, I had something. Oh, yeah. Here's a uh, situation that kind of blends this topic as well as... Uh, <laughs> I guess, no, you're not blends this topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just like kind of, you know, sad moments as well as blends into uh, relationship advice type of thing. You know, the, okay. the typical lap of luxury uh, discussion. I'm intrigued. Uh, I always hate it when I'm like down on myself or something. And then, you know, I'm hanging out with like Madison or somebody, you know, like it's like I don't want to be pouty, but I also can't like get over it. And I, I've, I've especially noticed like if you can and if you're like sad about something, like something just happened and you're kind of like beating yourself up over it or whatever else. I think the best thing to do is kind of to go to bed or like, you know, something <laughs> just just to refresh yourself. I feel like because have you noticed like if something happens, you're like pissed off. And you're thinking about it all the time, but then when you go to bed, you know, you wake up the next morning, it feels like it's a little bit less of a issue, a I guess. Bit, suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I just hate that. I'm trying to be better about like if something's affecting me, trying not to let it affect Madison. I mean, again, it's like we should rely on each other and support each other. You know, like lean on me. Who was that? Uh, Bill Withers, I believe it is. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, that's a really good song too. And also, actually, another good song is. Um, take it easy by the eagles that's like a yeah that's, a, that's like a song to live by you know that's like yeah there's like a part where it says uh real quick it's like uh don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy or something like that yeah it's like that, that's perfect for kind of what we're talking about but big eagles fan yeah, yeah. They're, they're great but um yeah so i don't know what are you do you have like do you ever run into that issue kind of too i mean again like that's why you have a relationship is like you should be able to lean on each other for stuff like that. But I just hate that me getting down, like kind of brings down our experience that night or something like that, because it's like, I'm not able to enjoy that moment as much, even though I wish I could, you know? Yeah. I think, uh, it's, it's interesting. My interaction with, uh, my old lady, if you will, uh, <laughs> we usually like, especially if we've been apart for a longer time, like one of us is usually kind of more down and kind of brings the, the mood down. Like a lot of, I recently, I feel like it's been me just because I've been so busy and it's kind of been hectic at work when I got a lot of stuff I, I'm trying to push through and deal with. So usually like when I'm on the phone, like I, I'm always venting to her and she's usually venting to me, but I've had the moments where like I go and like, I'm happy to see her and I haven't seen her, you know, in a month and a half or two months or whatever. And I really enjoy being around her and being in her company, but I'm still kind of acting like a, not like a, it's kind of like a, you can tell there's like a, I'm just being a little bit of a Debbie Downer. I'm not as excited as I normally would right, be. Right, right, right. Uh, and I try not to be that. And like, I usually when I notice that, I recognize it and I like, apologize. Like, hey, I'm sorry. Um, thank you for being understanding why I'm acting like this. It's not excusable, but I just want to let you know that I'm, I'm not doing this intentionally. Uh, I'm not like somehow, um, I just just put it out there, just be upfront with them, tell them how I'm, what, why I'm, I feel like I'm acting a little bit differently. And it, I think it happens to it happens to all of us where you sometimes right. you're just not in the mood, and you can't. And that's another thing too. Like, sure, like we we keep on talking about being happy and choosing happiness. Like, we get it. Like, you can't always be happy, but um, the key is understanding when you're kind of letting it spiral and making sure you're happy and hopefully you have somebody around you if you're not able to like if you're really in a dark place where you can't pull yourself out like you said um and you don't want to be like another thing like we said in the last podcast like when you're falling 
at first it feels like flying. So if you're doing like if you're using destructive means to cope with something, um, sometimes it can feel exhilarating, and then until like next thing you know, it's just way too late. Um, not to like, I guess I just kind of took it down a lot darker path than intended. No, but, no, that's fine. Um, and it's like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, uh, all I had really was. If you like, I I sure like I I have those moments where I'm kind of basically kind of act like a little bitch um, for no reason, and like I need like I need to pull myself out of it because like I don't want to bring back I don't want to bring down my girlfriend or if in that in this scenario since we're talking about it. Uh, yeah. So yeah. And, and also, I mean, separately, I suppose I just thought about this is like if you haven't noticed from this conversation, it's like everybody struggles with something, right? So feel free to like go to somebody and talk about it. You know, it's not, it's not like you're going to be weaker for it or like, uh, hopefully this is, you know, needless to say, it's like, you don't, you can take a knee when you need to, right? Like things are not going to fall apart or like your image is not going to be shattered or whatever else. Like you got to take the breaks when you can. And also uh, speaking of that, like work-life balance, you know, it's, um, um, Ah, shoot, I forget what the the song is. I think it's by uh, Boston or something. But they talk about uh, trying to climb the corporate ladder, and won't you know that one day it won't matter, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, you work life balance. And again, General Welsh talked about this. I think this is the third time I brought him up, but uh, he was like, you know, one day, you know, at one period of my life, I was like killing it at work, you know, and I'm like, I'm the man, you know. And he goes home, and it's like. His wife's mad at him because she's like, yeah, you might be the man at work, but you're not the man here because, you know, you don't you don't know us, you know, like you haven't seen yeah. us that much. Right. It's like the work life <laughs> balance has got to be there. You got to, you know, when you can leave it, you know, leave it five or four or something like that. If you can, you know, yeah. spend more time with your family and when you're For home, sure. try to be home, you know, so yeah. and take your breaks, you know. Yeah. And I think I have, I have one last thing about yeah. this. Um one thing I have seen that the, at least in my current job that has been beneficial, and I think they're kind of getting this from the rest of the special operations community. Um, they, they've kind of seen the need for it. And I think that's also another, a whole nother topic um, with where my career field was going at the time uh, or at this time, but we've added um, essentially it's kind of like a three tier system. So we have basically somebody here to help you, um, Physically, so we have like a physical therapist. Uh, we have a I can't and I I know the acronym. I don't know the meaning of it. Um, it's called an MFLAC. It's something about like mental, maybe fitness, but basically um, kind of like a therapist. Basically, that we can like he's he's in our squadron. You can see him anytime you want. He he comes around, talks to you, just he has that in there. And then on top of that, uh, also have a social worker. So there to help you with your family at home or home life too. Um, yeah, all these things, good. I think these things are good thing, good things to have because not always, um, like, especially in my career field is, is a very macho, um, career field. So people don't want to talk about, um, issues that they're having, whether it's at home, mental issues, or just, dealing with stuff they've seen at work and um having these people at work is an easy way to take a knee without having to like completely bring yourself out of a fight so i think i from what my understanding 
Um, I think the fighter community is kind of getting more towards that too, where they're getting physical therapists because you're pulling a lot of G's and you're kind of, people are kind of getting a little bit broken, just sitting in the seat and just back, just getting fucked on for an hour a day, you know, an hour a day, basically from pulling G's. Um, and I think it, it'd be good to see this kind of go across the entire flying community. And then I imagine if we get enough of them you kind of transferred across the board where you have these people who are actually in the squadron so you can go and get help and go talk to people uh, just to having the access <clears throat> and more importantly than having the access having them basically have their face seen everywhere in the squadron or in, in your work where if you're outside of the military where it's more normalized to go walk in and have a conversation because you don't always have to talk about something that's um you know something that's life-threatening or you know that's mind-blowing you can just be like hey uh i'm having a tough time with all this stress from work can you talk about some stress mitigation techniques yeah sure and just have a conversation talk about some fishing whatever it may be but just having it normalized to go seek help when you need it and i think that could be something that the rest of the air force could or really the rest of the military because again i think it happens in they provide this in the special operations community across all branches at this point. But um, I think that'd be something good to get going. Yeah, it's, that's really awesome. I didn't know they were uh, putting it out so often. And I think, yeah, I think everybody should have that certainly to at least try to mitigate it, you know? And I think there's some apps out there nowadays that uh, you can get in touch with like a therapist or something. And I think it's like, you know, cheaper than, you know, going to see a therapist every week type of thing, but it's still like the mm-hmm. same, um, uh, it's still the same strength, I suppose, and like frequency, but it's just cheaper kind of version, yeah. but an yeah. alternative version there that's more readily accessible. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I suppose, uh, in conclusion, um, fight for happiness, you know, everybody struggles with stuff, but, uh, lean on other people for support and yeah. uh if, hey if nothing else email us at uh i think it's <laughs> i gotta double check the uh email address i think it's <laughs> lapaluxury@gmail.com i believe yeah um, or you, but, everybody's yeah. got facebook you can go on facebook look up the that's true yeah that's true that's send true. us a dm or um i don't think we have a phone number up there but if you know us personally feel free to reach out um yeah yeah there it is lapaluxury podcast at gmail.com and also uh feel free to send us your uh, thought-provoking questions as well for us to uh, entertain yeah for sure um that's all i got man yeah me too all right well take her easy see ya the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the u.s government